This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo. Welcome back. It's time for Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders who roll into Henderson today, where they sit on Raiders Way there at the headquarters of their Mountain Healthcare Center. We are back to talk about training camp again. Do a favor, though, if you're listening to us on the podcast feed, just go ahead and subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed, do so. Hit on the auto download there so that uh, you never miss a show when we push it. Also, cool announcement. As you guys know, we've always been part of Odyssey's radio stations in Las Vegas, and we are once again going to be heard on 98.5 HD to the fan in Las Excuse me, not the fan, the bet in Las Vegas. I'm going back to last year. The bet in Las Vegas. So you can listen to us there Sunday mornings, the best thing to do, it airs pretty early. So the best thing to do is to download the free Odyssey app and you can use the rewind function and do that. And we will have some special stuff there on uh, Sundays for you as well. So make sure you do that. But glad to be back there. Thank special thanks to Mark Bonilla over at Odyssey and at the Bet in Las Vegas for doing that. And as always, uh, I bring in my broadcast partner in crime here on Silver and Black today. He is Mo Moten. He is the national senior NFL writer over at Bleacher Report. His life is about to get a lot more busy as we roll into camp this week. Of course, you had your kind of general NFL contender live, uh, Bleacher Report live yesterday, and then you have a Raiders live Bleacher Report video coming up tomorrow, right? Or is it Friday? That's correct. It's coming up tomorrow. I'll talk about position battles, uh, who I think is going to come out on top and win those position battles. And generally, just what spots are up for grabs? More of just just to just get an overview of the roster and uh, where I think players will slide in come week one of the regular season. Yeah, so there you go. So make sure you uh, follow Mo on Twitter, M O E M O T O, and you can always follow what he's up to because besides the show and of course the writing, he's also the Raiders columnist up on SportsNot.com, and he does a lot of these Bleacher Report lives. That's where we got the name Midtown Mo because he rolls into the studio <laughs> at Bleacher Report with his free lattes and uh, all that stuff, <laughs> Hob hobnobbing with the, the the NFL elite in the hallways. It's all good. We love it. We're proud of him. So make sure you follow him. You can also follow me at LV Gully. The show is SNB Today. So, Mo, it begins today. Uh, but a couple things. We'll get to the news in a minute, but I want to uh, – people always send me – requests on on uh twitter saying hey you know what are the key dates right so i want to go over those a little bit because obviously camp starts today for veterans uh no surprises so far uh with with who's there or who's not there 
Uh, we know Josh Jacobs won't be there clearly because of the contract situation. We've talked about that for the last couple weeks. But a couple things. August 3rd, of course, the Hall of Fame game up in Canton, Ohio. Kicks off the Browns and the Jets. So Aaron Rodgers will make his debut as a Jet on the sideline. Of course, he won't play. But he'll be there as well August 3rd. August 13th is the Raiders' first preseason game against the 49ers. Our own Murph from Raiders Fan Radio will be there. He'll send us a report on that. It'll be great. We'll, we'll meet him with him after that. Um, as well as the, the fundraiser to do for Raider Dad. August 19th, the second preseason game, August 26th uh, against the Cowboys. The Rams were the 19th. The 29th, prior to 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, the active rosters have to be down to 53 players. And then the next day, practice squads to 16. So there's cuts in between that, Mo, but uh, you basically got a month here to feel out what you're going to go with, what Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler are going to go into battle in 2023, what roster they're going to take with them. And we've talked about it, and we will continue to talk about it over the next several weeks during camp, about all the question marks here. But I want to start with, uh, obviously, uh, we heard over the weekend and into early this week, Devontae Adams was out doing a press tour, basically, for some charity work that he does. But, of course, uh, he was asked about uh, uh, Josh Jacobs in that contract, contract situation. Also, Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll get to that in a second. But I have a clip here. It's a pretty long clip. So, so Mo, I might play some of it and then stop it and get some reaction and then restart it because it's about two minutes and 40 seconds. But you and I were going back and forth. I sent it to you when I first saw it. I have some really interesting thoughts on it. Nothing controversial, nothing crazy about it. But it gives you some insight into a couple things, and I want to talk to you. So I'm going to use the clip from the Dan Patrick show, all right? So here is Dan Patrick asking Devontae Adams about the Josh Jacobs situation, and we'll jump in here and, and talk about it. So here's uh, Devontae Adams. talked to Josh Jacobs uh, recently. It was probably maybe about th three or four days ago. What did you say? You know, I just I just told him to keep his head. Um, you know, this is my tenth year now. I've been through the, the contract process um, a total of three times now. Um, you know, it's a little easier when you first come in, and then once you start doing your thing on the field, and then make things a little bit more interesting come contract time. So, basically, just told him I, I understand where he's coming from. You know, you gotta you gotta do what you have to do. Um, you know, in in order to um, you know feel your your worth and. You can't just do something that your heart's not in. So at the end of the day, if, it's, if it doesn't make sense to you, you got you to do what you got to do. Um, but at the same time, I try to present all the things to him that, you know, the positives is kind of coming back. Um, you know, he and I are really close. So when it comes to the, the connection and, you know, I just try to remind him of the opportunities we have to potentially do something special together. Okay. So I'm going to stop it right there for a second, Mo. So a couple things from the get-go here with, with Devontae. Devontae Adams is one heck of a leader, mature guy. And um, the way in which he answers this question, I thought was masterful. I, I, clearly he was prepared on his own, but he does a couple of things here. And I want to see if you agree with me. Number one is, you know, he, he's close with Josh Jacobs. Now you can understand why Josh Jacobs grew as a leader so much last year. These two are close and, and you can tell he's mentoring him, which is fantastic. That's exactly what you want with a guy like Devontae Adams and a young guy like uh, Josh Jacobs. But he goes there and he, he understands. He's, giving his, he's, he's publicly saying, hey, look, I empathize, empathize with you. I've been there. I've been through this a couple times, so I know. And then at the end, you know, he doesn't go into the running backs or underpaid stuff. He doesn't go into any of that kind of 
soapbox material. What he does instead is says, hey, I understand this. I want this guy here. I'm telling him both sides. He's giving him advice, but also telling him, hey, you got to make your own decision. Um, really great insight into a little bit their relationship, but also the leadership a guy like this brings to that locker room. Yeah, absolutely. I think deep down, Devonta Adams wants him there. He said that publicly, wants him to be there. But I, I think players have a it's, – it's kind of an unspoken rule that players are not going to speak about another man's contract and what another, right. another man needs to do financially because everyone has their own responsibilities and needs to take care of off the field. So I think it was a diplomatic answer in the sense that, yeah, I want him there, but I'm not going to tell him what to do in a sense. And I, I, I kind of expected that type of answer. Now, he, he put it eloquently on, on when he was speaking with Dan Patrick, but – I kind of expected him to to go that route and I don't want to say play both sides, but say, look, the team is here for you. We have an opportunity to win games with you on the field, but go ahead and make your own decision and do your and do your thing and, and work out work things out how you see fit financially with the Raiders. Correct. But also knowing he knows what it's like because he's been through it, right? So uh very sub okay, let's go on with uh Devontae Adams here talking about Josh Jacobs. And um, I also let them know that, you know, I play with a great deal of running backs, really good running backs. And there's only a handful that I feel like I could go to literal war with. And he's one of those guys. Um, so when I think about winning a Super Bowl and what it takes to win one, you know, because I haven't done that yet. I think about having a guy like him, on, you know, in the backfield, um, you know, by my side, another dog that's ready to to go to war and and do whatever it takes to get it done. I mean, one of the toughest guys I've ever been around. Um, and, I mean, the growth that I saw, obviously didn't know him very well before this, um, not having been around him as much, but uh, the growth that I saw from the previous year to this last year, um, you know, I don't I don't ever want to take credit for anything, but I know that when when you get around other people that are, that are like you or that push you, it kind of brings the best out of you, which is kind of the Aaron Rodgers effect with me. I feel like having Aaron early in my career, um, his mindset, his work ethic, and um, yeah, honestly, the work ethic is is through the roof. But like I said, just the way he thinks about the game, the way he approaches it, um, it puts so much of of the way he does it, you know, into into my craft. And I was able to kind of steal a few things, and I think the same thing happened with with both of you know me and Josh. You yeah. know, I feel like. He helped me with some of that stuff, and it was great having another dog next to me out there um, and, and vice versa. So try to just give him as much as I can without trying to steer his mind anywhere because I know what that process is like, and I know what it's like when, you know, you're you're going back and forth with the club about numbers and all those things. So don't want to be, be naive in the situation, but also want to make sure that he um, is aware of everything that comes with it and also, um, you know, the opportunity that we have together. There you go. There is Devontae Adams speaking to Dan Patrick. Thanks to the Dan Patrick show for that audio about the, the situation with Josh Jacobs. And interesting on that second half of the clip, Mo, was the idea of uh, how they've impacted each other, right? So clearly that relationship. But again, I think him sending – he knows the time for the club and Josh Jacobs to come to an agreement on a new deal is gone. So you're not going to do that. So I heard a little bit of the read between the lines there because he knows Josh Jacobs is listening. I mean, they've had their personal conversations, but he knows that he's listening to. He's going to hear it. And this idea of, hey, look, we've rubbed off on each other. You've made a lot of progress. You've rubbed off on me. We need you to go do something special. 
And so he's kind of making his case there uh, for Josh to get in there and not skip that year, which, you know, I don't anticipate Josh Jacobs to give up $10.1 million and not play this year, but just a fascinating insight. And again, uh, I could listen to Devonte speak all day long because I think that uh, there's a lot of experience mentorship and he talked about learning from Aaron Rodgers there just uh, the kind of guy you want in that locker room as a leader on your offense there's the there's the leader of your locker room following in the post Derek mm -hmm. Carr era right there I know most times your quarterback is the leader in the locker room and Jimmy G I've heard is very good in the locker room and he may grow into be a, a you know a, a big figure with the Raiders but for right now it's Devon, it starts and it starts and it begins and ends with Devontae Adams. And I think since Carr has been gone, which is, hasn't been that long, actually, mm -hmm. I think Devontae Adams has, has grown to accept his role in the team. Now, remember, he was taught in his interview on NFL Network, they, they called him a mentor. And he said, well, pump the brakes. I'm not that old yet. He wanted to make sure <laughs> he wanted to make it clear that, yes, I am a leader and a mentor in the locker room, but I can still put up big numbers, which he did last right. year. Yeah, not not the kind of, hey, you've now transitioned from being right. one of the top players in the NFL to just being a mentor. That's not right. what he's doing. He's not on right. the way down. Mm -hmm. He's still that's a great point to to, to pick out there. Mo. <laughs> but that that uh, that was fascinating to see because he had a lot of conversations. He talked to Jim Rome. He talked to NFL Network, as you mentioned. So he was asked this question specifically uh, on a couple of the shows, not all of the shows. NFL state media didn't really ask him the question too much because they were just keeping it fluffy. But uh, it was good to hear that because, you know, we've heard from fans and, and some journalists like, what's this going to do to the locker room? Well, you can clearly tell Devontae Adams has thought about it. He's, he's got his, his story, if you will. And I'm sure through the rest of that locker room, and especially as guys roll into camp today, it's, they got work to do. They're worried about making the roster. The time to worry about Josh Jacobs' contract is now passed. It's time to focus on football and making sure – you make your way and continue your career with the Raiders. Uh, but, but Mo, uh, clearly, as we see today, and, and we'll see most of you listening to probably this podcast on Tuesday morning as the Raiders are just getting started out there, is Jimmy Garoppolo. Will he roll in? Will he be on the field? Uh, and, of course, we got some news we'll get to in a minute on some of the roster injuries for the Raiders. Jimmy G was not in any of those reports, so that's a good sign, Right. Uh, but again, all eyes will be on whether number 10 rolls out there today in Henderson. Yeah, absolutely. He, you know, he has to cross the first finish, not finish line, but clear the first hurdle with the passing of the physical. Because remember, if he doesn't pass that physical, yeah. that, that addendum G kicks in and the Raiders can start to think about, OK, what are we going to do at quarterback if he's still not recovered from that foot injury or if he has a setback somewhere? But. You mentioned some of the roster moves that the Raiders had to make when the rookies reported last week. I think we'll hear more about Jimmy G this week. Obviously, we will. But in terms of, you know, what is what is his recovery timetable? Because the Raiders, by our reports, are saying that they, he's ahead of schedule. That's all we've heard, right, for the past <laughs> few, few weeks. He's ahead of schedule, so there's no reason why he shouldn't be ready to go at training camp. But I will tell Raider fans that I, I think that even if he is – ready to go and on the field, they're not going to ramp him up that quickly. He's going to no. have very little activity, very light activity because he, you know, he hasn't played a football game since early December. I believe it was when he hurt his foot. They're not going to rush him back as they're not going to do with some of the rookies that are on the injured list. So even though Jimmy Garoppolo may not end up on the pup list 
expect his workload to be very light starting off a training camp. And I, th- I think Mo, most of us would be happy just to see him roll out there in the shorts and the jersey, the red jersey and the helmet and just throwing some balls. I think showing that he's putting some pressure on that foot and throwing the ball, even if it's light throws, right? I think people just want to see that he's there and that he's actually doing some football activity. So, so back to that Devontae Adams NFL Network interview, he he mentioned that. He said, look, the big thing is he 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 said it outright. He said the big thing is not just you know Jimmy G playing well, but he has to be healthy and available, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing for Devontae, but basically he said the main thing is having Jim a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo on the field so we can build a rapport because it doesn't happen right away. You don't just throw the footballs out there and Devontae Adams is great and you just figure, oh, it's going to work right away. Yes, Devontae Adams is great, but you still have to work on your timing. You still have to work on knowing your wide receiver if you're the quarterback. So to your point, having Jimmy Garoppolo on the field is going to be important for him to just be out there throwing balls to Devontae Adams in live action. Now, padded practices don't happen until July 26th, uh, Wednesday. So hopefully Jimmy Garoppolo is on the field for at least a portion of that so that he right. can start to build that connection with Devontae Adams. Absolutely. So it'll be fun. But also there'll be a lot of a lot of players vying for spots for starting roles. And we're going to talk about all of that here uh, on Silver and Black today over the coming weeks. We're excited about it as well. Uh, We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to get into some of the news around the roster. And so far coming out of rookie camp last week and some news, some good news and some not so good news that came out from Henderson at the end and beginning of this week. You're with Mo. You're with Scott. This is Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Hang in there. We'll be right back. 